Welcome to the Fit Strength Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body is strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. Real quick, recently we just partnered up with Design for Sports, a phenomenal supplement company that has a number of products that I think could help athletes improve their performance. Now, I am not one to always go right into supplementation, but in today's age, in today's student athlete schedule, it's really difficult to get in all of the nutrients, the macros, the vitamins that athletes need to recover and to see optimal results. Supplementation is extremely valuable, right? To get in enough protein, to get in all your vitamins, such as vitamin D, magnesium, your omegas, um, phytonutrients. It's really hard for athletes to, to eat a whole food diet to get all of the things their body needs so they are recovering, mitigating injuries, and seeing optimal results. Designed for Sports is NFS certified, so they are monitoring the ingredients that are being utilized to uh, create their product. So if you're someone that is interested in supplementation, if you're someone that is that are using supplements, shoot us an email and we will point you in the best direction so you can get the most, the most bang for your buck. So email us at info at fit-strength.com to get more information and to, you know, purchase some supplements. Again, email us at info at fit-strength, S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H.com. Thanks so much for tuning in again and have a great day. So phase two, welcome back, welcome back. So I'm going to talk about phase two for volleyball off-season training. So if you're a volleyball player and you're just thinking about like, what should I do? You know, what does my programming look like? Well, this is going to be a great episode for you. Um, just to see what that layout looks like, because we always want to know, like, what's that plan? You know, what is what what's the you know week four, week eight, week twelve going to look like? Um, so first and foremost, right, every athlete is different. Volleyball, basketball, baseball, football, you know, whoever you might be, every athlete is vastly different. Um, so this is where this is what I like to do. But at the end of the day, I never know what the athletes coming in in with and what they're saying and what you know if they've done off in season training. You know, are they really really strong, really really elastic, and they coming off an injury where they had to be sidelined. Um, you know, so every athlete's different. But typically, your phase two is going to be a little bit more force driven. And what do I mean by force? Well, I mean like being able to apply force into the ground. So it isn't necessarily having that explosive snap and pop when you're jumping. Although that's what we want to build to understand that with um, elasticity and explosiveness, the first step is force, right? So power is, you know, force times time. How much force can you produce and how little of time will give you that power? So we have two different types of athletes and this fancy word of, you know, your ISA, um, this is going to show you if you have a narrow ISA, meaning like your rib cage is a little bit more compressed and smaller versus a wide where you have more of a wider rib cage. You know, this is where like narrow ISAs, those are those athletes that are really elastic. So they have that twitch off the ground. 
and then you're wide are your athletes that are really forceful. So think of an athlete that can just hit the ground, little knee bend, pop, they're already up really, really high. And then think of an athlete who has to really load up, right? It takes them a long time to get off the ground, but after they load up, right, they can get pretty high. We need to find that, you know, that quick explosive pop. Um, So typically, you know, your really twitchy, twitchy athletes, you know, need to make sure that they can apply force and be able to, you know, you know, yield or handle, you know, load going down within a, you know, as, as they load, because then they're going to overdo, you know, the qualities that they're really, really good at your force driven athletes, you still want to maintain a level of force, but then you want to reverse it to be able to be elastic and quicker. But at the end of the day, I still want to make sure athletes can produce force. So naturally some athletes may be able to do, you know, you know, either more slower, but you know, slower, you know, jumping mechanics, but still get high. And then naturally some athletes might be very twitchy and still be able to get high. But if an athlete just is not strong, we want to spend a level of time learning how to produce force. Because if you can't produce force, you know, from a dead stop position, you're going to be limited in longevity of, of just movement, health, as well as just being the most robust athletic athlete you possibly can be. So this is where, um, you know, that phase two comes in where it's more force driven. So this is where we'll do exercises to really build up strength. Within our plyos, we do movements that are going to be more um, starting from a dead stop position. So seated box jumps, you know, or we're working on, you know, hurdle jump variations and mechanics. So athletes, you know, have good jump mechanics, but you're still learning how to absorb force and produce force because we'll do it more at rest. You know, so we do like a snap down and you hold. And then you jump onto a box and you jump, you know, over a hurdle in different directions and then still doing some more heavier sled pulling and pushing and crossover step variations. And same thing goes with our change of direction movement. Things are more about, you know, adding resistance and starting from a dead stop position. So athletes are able to produce force so they can actually go somewhere. You know, there's twitchy athletes who are quick, but they just can't go anywhere because they lack strength. Um, And then when it comes to the strength training piece, this is where we do more exercises catered to strength. So for a really, for a novice middle school athlete or an undersized weaker high school athlete who lacks strength, right? It could be a goblet squat. It could just be if they're able to a trap bar deadlift Um, for some of our more advanced athletes, right? We may begin them with a front squat um, and just working on mobility. So we won't use a box. Um, So we may do that for four weeks. And then after that, we go to like a safety bar box squat for another four weeks because now we're really improving on muscular size, being able to yield, being able to internally rotate, you know, getting less compressed. And then we'll go to like a safety bar squat where we're out of a box and even a goblet box squat because we're producing force now. We, we relax onto the box so the pelvis can kind of settle underneath the hip area. And then we have an athlete, hey, shoot up as fast as you can with solid technique, feeling your whole foot, not being too heely. So being too you know heavy on the heel, not being so heavy on the toe. Um, and then we're building in some foundational patterns, right? Your, your hinges, your RDLs, um, your single leg movements. Um, so we're really targeting trying to produce force in in all aspects of just functionality but also athletic movement 
because um, that'll build into what the other phases will look like to really enhance athleticism and speed, elasticity, explosiveness, um, because that's what the continuum looks like. Once we see an athlete getting strong enough relative to them, you know, that doesn't mean like a 120 pound athlete, you know, we want them to get to, you know, at least, um, you know, one and a half to two times their body weight in, in trap bar and squat. Everyone's a little bit different, but it doesn't mean we need them to gain 40 pounds and then continue, you know, tackling strength because we still want them to be athletic. So relative to the athlete, what we want to do in the second phase is build muscular size. So we're still working on loading up in more deeper ranges while it helps the athlete, you know, feel good. And then we'll go to more force-driven exercises, you know, like a box squat variation, building up on a trap bar deadlift, or we move to a kickstand trap bar deadlift, and then building in some upper body, lower body strength, especially single arm and single leg movements. Um, And the same thing goes with our plyos, like using a lot of resistance where the athlete has to go against the resistance and then using a lot of sleds and medicine balls still. Um, So athletes are learning how to produce force because that'll help them be more um, robust, durable, elastic, quick, and explosive in their sport, especially a sport like volleyball, whether you're uh, an outside, a middle, uh, a libero, whatever it might be. And then, of course, we target some of those foot and hamstring movements to build strength and, um, you know, proper coordination and control because that's going to be injury mitigation, but also improvement in their performance. So that's what phase two looks like. Again, if you're a volleyball player and it's your offseason right now, you know, instead of guessing, shoot us an email, info at fit-strength.com. We'd love to sit down, chat with you, you know, start planning out what this offseason looks like. Um, and help you, you know, get ready for next season. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to the show. If this episode was helpful in any way, please share this episode with a teammate, a parent, or a coach to help get this podcast in front of many people like yourself. I really appreciate your support. For more information about sports performance training, follow us on Instagram at fitstrength underscore performance or subscribe to our YouTube channel that has over 1,500 videos. Have a great day and happy training.